This is Mini Flicks, number 35. I'm Willie. Paul. I'm Nish. <laughs> Man, I know it's late, but you're mailing it in, huh? I just keep it everybody on their toes. That's right. Uh, this episode, I'm going to talk about Irresistible, and Paul's going to try and bring Jessica Simpson into this review as much as humanly possible. It's, it's, it's the only version of Irresistible that exists in my mind. Did we... I know we literally just talked about this pre-show. There, is there a song, Irresistible, by Jessica Simpson? I, I can't believe you can't remember this because, like, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Nish, but this, it was her breakout hit, right? I think so. It was It was her big, like, so it was, I think, the album. It was her second album, and it was the album, I think, that was, like, a pretty big album for her. All right, Willie, name any Jessica Simpson song. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Can right. you name a second one, Paul? Yeah, there's a song called I Think I Love You. <laughs> <laughs> you just learned that five minutes ago. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Uh, I mean, that song might be more successful than this movie. I don't no. know. So this, this movie came out just a couple weeks back. It's a 2020 movie. This is the movie that is written and directed by Jon Stewart. Uh, it was slated to come out like a minute later uh, in theaters and then kind of rushed it out the video on demand. So, um, oh, look at that. It was slated on June 26th. So, uh, sorry, I take that back. It was supposed to come out May 29th. It actually came out June 26th by, by streaming. Uh, before I dive in like i will try not to spoil this movie too much there is a twist at the end that i'm not gonna give away but i'll start by saying the last five minutes are the best part of the movie Ooh, do either of you have it do either of you have any context for what this movie is and i'll try and give you broad plot synopsises and then we'll just like talk about some some stuff so i'm i'm, I'm assuming and you can tell me if i'm wrong that this is, of course, a remake of the 2006 Australian mystery drama film starring Susan Sarandon, Sam Neill, and Emily Blunt. <laughs> I would love to hear Susan Sarandon with an Aussie accent. That's right. But, this, 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 of course, is the movie that we all know, or I know, because I typed in Irresistible in Wikipedia to see what else would come up. <laughs> Did Jessica Simpson come up? Oh, yeah. I skipped past Jessica Simpson and... Uh, Got to this uh, this this little film has a good cast, man. It's got Steve Carell as the anchor, Rose Byrne as his co-star. Chris Cooper plays a big part in this movie. Oh, I like Chris Cooper uh, and Mackenzie Davis. Are, oh wait, is you... this the movie? Is this the movie where like Chris Cooper is running for mayor or something, and and Steve Carell discovers him or whatever, and it's like I'm going to make this guy, I'm going to win this election for this guy or something like that. Yep, you got am I, it. Am I in the ballpark in what this movie is? Yeah. Um, Steve Carell is like a campaign manager for the Dems. They lose in 2016. He's wicked, like, bummed out and pissed. Uh, Rose Byrne is the opposite party. Um, the Whig party. Uh, right. <laughs> the, the Whigs. Uh, the know-nothings. <laughs> and... I don't know, after probably a moment of depression or three, Steve Carell sees a viral video on YouTube about a local person confronting his um, very Republican township about what 
what the town used to be, what it needs to be. The town is on verge of bankruptcy, how they don't care about people and schools and education. And Carell is like, um, hey, if I help that guy win, that's a swing state. This can affect like all types of things going forward and decides to roll into this town in the middle of nowhere and be the campaign manager to make this dude who is a former military, who is a military vet, uh, but turn Democrat and run for mayor of this town. Wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. He, Steve Carell thinks that making this guy mayor of the town could have repercussions like for a swing state. What town is this? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They don't really say it's the middle of it's the town of Wisconsin. That seems really tenuous. Can you think of any town that like, you know, like fucking, I don't know, like, Georgia, right? Like Georgia is one of these states that it's like maybe Georgia could be a swing okay. state. Maybe it's like, is there some town there that if you like swung the mayoral election, it would be like, oh wow, like I think this might go for the Democrats now. Yeah, Hastings. Uh, sorry, Deer Lake in Wisconsin, by the way. Okay, so Wisconsin oh. also a swing state. Fine, fine, but I find it <laughs> that, that that just seems very unlikely to me. Right from the outset, you're like, what the fuck is going on? The the, the premise of you, as you described it, sounds very like Aaron Sorkin, um, like American president or totally like, or like West Wing seasons like six and seven to me. Like, you know, the, the seasoned political operative sees something pure in someone and it's like, I'm going to make that I'm going to you know make that guy into a big political player kind of a thing. Yeah, very much so. And that's the movie, which is essentially this person that's run presidential and very large campaigns rolling into bumfuck nowhere where they don't have internet and doing all the tricks he would do. Like one of the first things he's like, we have to put signs on everybody's lawns and, and the people of the town are like, we don't put signs on lawns. Like that's not the way this function. We don't even have internet here. Signs on lawn don't work. And he's, what do you mean they don't have the internet? What, what year does this movie take place in? Yeah. I don't know. It's present day. The only thing that they could get in his campaign office that he sets up is dial up internet. How is that even like, I mean, I guess that's possible, like depending on how the fuck up there in Wisconsin this is. But again, like the more the fuck up there this is in Wisconsin, the less it is plausible that this could have any effect on the election. <laughs> yeah and it's it's a, like a very country bumpkin town uh standouts in this movie i mean chris cooper is good in anything there's one really cool scene where um at some point rose Byrne gets wind of what's going on as the other side campaign manager and it's like oh fuck this we're not gonna let them sneak in here and win this town so she rolls in and starts working with the um the present mayor who's Republican to try and beat Steve Carell in his old campaign manager tricks. And it becomes basically this war of the two campaign managers. Right. Which you can kind of see coming. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing in big, big, you know, political Washington DC tactics and tricks and how it impacts the town. Yeah. This feels like a movie that should have snappy dialogue. Does it have snappy dialogue? It's supposed to. (laughs) Oh yeah. This also sounds like a movie like, it just sounds like a movie that like should have, I mean, not just for your depiction of the internet situation. Like this sounds like a movie from 2006. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like, this sounds like not dissimilar from the campaign, like the Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis one where they're both running for like Senator or governor or something like that. But it's like a similar, like, 
you know, Zach Galifianakis is like kind of the country bumpkin and like they come in and like, like raise him up as a candidate. It's like they're a little difference, obviously, but like or like welcome to Mooseport. Right. Like, is that the one with like where Gene Hackman's like the former president who like Gosh. Re- he like retires oh, yeah. to the town and then like runs for mayor there against Ray Romano? It, it does feel like like the description makes it sound like a movie from a different time, like not just like set in a different time, but like a movie that would have been made. Yeah. Like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. What's strange about it, right, is the way Steve Carell's character finds the town is a YouTube clip that goes viral. <laughs> from the town that doesn't have Internet. Right. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't have Wi-Fi. They have so they're like he's like. He checks into a hotel when he first gets in there, and he's basically using this as like, I'm just going to come to the town, I'm visiting, oh, by the way, do you happen to know this dude, played by Chris Cooper, like, I just want to chat with him or whatever, and of course, they're like, you're not from around here, what's up with you? They're like, where are you staying? And he's like, is there a hotel around here? He's in a bar, they're like, yeah, that's, there's actually a hotel upstairs, so he calls down and he's like, Hey, like what's the Wi-Fi password? They're like, we don't have Wi-Fi here. You're better off just using your phone. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> is, uh, uh, is, is, is Roseburn funny? No, no, that's too bad. I, I like Roseburn. I feel like you, you mentioned that she was in this movie and I was thinking about like how I was remembering how, like the first time I ever saw Roseburn and it might've been like the first movie she was like in as like a big thing was Troy where she was like, not Helena Troy. She was like the other like main girl in that. I think she was like Brad Pitt's like slave girl or something like that. But anyway, it was like, it's so weird to think like she was like initially cast as like this, like kind of ingenue roles. And like, you know, she was going to be like one of these, like whatever. And it's like, instead she became like a very good comedic actress like, I think she's really good in stuff like, you know, like Bridesmaids or like Neighbors or uh, or Spy. Like, I, I thought she was hilarious oh, yeah. in Spy. <laughs> but have, yeah. you seen Je- have you seen Jexy? She's the voice of Jexy. No, I have not seen Jexy. You should see that. Yeah. That's actually right. far better than this movie. I'll say that's kind of the, like shortcutting some things. Movie written and directed by Jon Stewart, starring Steve Carell and Rose Byrne. I was like, oh. Should be good, There's, right? Yeah. Should be good. Yeah. Not so much. Uh, the only the only solid part of this movie is Chris Cooper. Uh, there is one pretty cool scene where basically the, the machine starts happening where it's it becomes more of this game of fundraising back and forth. We need this. Let's go raise some money. We need this. Let's go raise some money. So Steve Carell flies Chris Cooper to New York to meet a room of bajillionaires to try and raise some money for this town this mayoral Wisconsin <laughs> because it's you know that important to the outcome of some future race uh, and that scene is really good because he's basically like I don't know why you give a shit about me I'm just this like retired vet living in the middle of nowhere but I don't like the way politics are I calls it how I sees it basically and he raises some money. Yeah. I, I mean, I, so obviously I haven't seen this movie um, and I'm going off what you said, but it's like, I just like, I, I'm so hung up on the idea that like his stated reason for doing this is because it's going to like help like some bigger election down the road. Like if it were like, okay, like I'm a, a disillusioned like campaign manager and I just want to like work, like I just want to get out of all this and just work somewhere small, like just for a, a candidate who I believe in, like, which is a very, 
Aaron Sorkin kind of thing to do. Um, or not Aaron Sorkin kind of thing, but an Aaron Sorkin show kind of thing to do. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, I could believe that. Like, I, I could get behind that. That's something we've seen before, but it's like, right, okay, I get it. Like, he's having a crisis of conscience. Or if it was like, I want to help this guy win the mayoral election because, like, the election, the real election isn't for, like, three years. And, like, this is going to be my guy who I'm going to ride, ride into, like, the governor's mansion in three years or something. Like, I could even see that where it's like, I'm going to groom this guy, like, mm. you know, for down the road. But it's like, I just don't get like it just it just makes no sense. And, and it feels uh. like. If that's truly right. the motivation, it's like, come on, John Stewart. Like, you know, like no, that's, all right. that's pretty so, so I promised I wouldn't spoil this thing, but fuck it. I, I kind of do need to spoil it because this will explain why the movie was made. Do it. Spoil it. Spoil it. Okay. <laughs> so turn off here if you don't want to be spoiled. For some reason. You don't want to see this movie anyways. Um, the back and forth with all the political games that are playing, obviously both parties raise a fuck ton of money. And eventually we get to election day and nobody in the town votes. Zero votes. Okay. Why does nobody vote? Because it turns out the whole town staged the the viral view, YouTube video. They don't give a fuck, but the town is going bankrupt slowly. And it turns out when you raise all those money, all that money, that is tax-free money that can be distributed in any way, shape, or form by the political leaders of that town. And that, and they each side raised forty million dollars, and they were able to use that money to then reopen their schools and their factories and their plants in their town. And it's this like loophole when it comes to fundraising for government stuff that people just like siphon off of. And the whole point of this was John Stewart pointing out like this is a fucked up scenario and situation that we deal with all the time, and I'm going to make a movie about it. So and you had to wait for an hour and 45 minutes to get to that last five minutes of payoff. And we're like, Oh, that's cool. But you could have just told me that in the daily show segment for five minutes. So their plan was to create a viral video that would attract high level political operatives that would raise money. And then they had to make sure that no one voted, by the way, someone well, still has to be mayor, so I don't know what's going to happen yeah, there. Yeah, there um, it's, it's a good point. Yeah, nobody cared. The, the president mayor, everyone was down with. They were cool with him. I also yeah, don't. That's, like, that's not how elections work. Right. I, I, I guess the other thing I don't understand is it's like, ah, oh, my head hurts. So, so, he, <laughs> so they raised all this money and then they're like, well, f- we fooled you. Like, it's not a real election. Like, now we can use the money. But it's like, didn't they raise the money for the election? Like, didn't they use that money didn't for like spend that ads money? and like, yeah. Yeah. like that's why people raise money for elections. Right. They don't, they don't raise money to have after the election. <laughs> They're like, Oh good. Right. The election's over. Now we can spend some of this campaign money. We raised. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not so much. So, so perplexed. This is really, like, I, w- <laughs> I was pretty perplexed and I was like, okay, I understand this concept. I don't understand why. To, uh, same thing. How did they not blow through all this cash in fucking TV ads and everything else? Did did no one was it was it crucial that no one voted? Like what they were making? Yeah, they were just trying to make a statement. I think as a town that like we got you, motherfucker. And of course, Steve Carell is going ape shit. Why is nobody voting? Roseburn thinks it's funny as fuck. The mini twist in there is apparently the two of them who are on very different sides of the line, you know, they're, they're rubbing private parts together a couple times during the movie. Um, 
It's a real and, uh, James Carville and uh, what's your face situation? Mary, Mary Madeline. Yeah. Mary Madeline, yeah. <laughs> and Fiend, end of movie. This was a really shitty movie. And I know normally our mini flicks, we spend a lot of time diving in here. I was disappointed. I was, re- I, I was really disappointed in Jon Stewart. I was really disappointed in Steve Carell because I like him in everything he does. Right. Yeah. That twist didn't clear anything up. No, it really didn't. <laughs> it raised more questions than it answered. I think Jon Stewart was just trying to make a point that political donations don't necessarily have to go to the things that you think they need to go to. If, they're, if they don't get spent, they can be distributed in any way, shape, or form by those political candidates. Is that true? Apparently. But again, why wasn't any of that? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so... <laughs> I just don't... I, I don't know what to... Uh, yeah. You mentioned, uh, you mentioned Mackenzie Davis is in this. Who is she? She is the daughter of Chris Cooper, who is the, running for mayor. Right. And this whole scheme was her idea because she was like a poli sci major in college and she wanted to help her town out. And she recorded the YouTube video, which was done in multiple takes and like filmed in a way to like trick, you know, to try and go viral. Uh, and she's the brains behind it where she's constantly getting patted on the head by Steve Carell. It's like, you're just this local yokel, you know, kid, you don't get what's going on. And then the plot twist is like, fuck you. I fooled you this whole time. She was actually pretty good in the movie. Yeah, I like her. So, yeah. I mean, if I was Steve, I feel like if I was Steve Carell in the movie and that all those events went down, they're like, fuck you, I got you. I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I am out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, whatever. Well, you know, there you go. So, you, if that's your intuition, what do you think happens in the end of this movie to Steve Carell's character? Uh, he falls in love with the town and decides to move there. Uh, I mean, he falls in love with the mayor's daughter who's like, I don't know what planet you're from. I'm fucking 22 and you're an old man. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, what planet are you from? And the movie cuts with him in the end, fantasizing him about making out with her. What? And then very rapidly switches. And it's like, no, he's not actually making out with her. He's making out with some old lady from, from town that had been like, kind of had a crush on him the whole movie and he was just like Ugh, life yeah that i was not gonna guess that's what happened at the end of the movie <laughs> yeah i think i think that was the second to last scene and then post credits he's like again back with roseburn doing their thing interesting i mean not interesting uh, <laughs> i don't we don't normally throw grades on mini flexes but this is a solid 0.5 out of five Oof. Wow. 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 So we had talked briefly about Apple Plus on on our previous episode and not off to a great start. They seem to have thrown enough money at some stars to make some. This was an Apple Plus movie, right? Was it? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. So they seem to have thrown the money at the right people or at stars. But man, they're not landing. Yeah, I don't know if it was or not. No, it's not. It's 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 available. I think through Apple you can TV. Get it through, but, uh, you can yeah. get it through iTunes, but yeah, you, 
Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't produced or like distributed solely through Apple right. Plus. You could also get it on everybody's favorite streaming service, Fandango Now. <laughs> Whatever the what? hell that is. I want my Fandango and I want it now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was it seems to have been pieced together pretty quick because they announced that John Stewart would direct it at the very end of 2018. And then Rose Byrne didn't even say she was joining the film till March of 2019. So I think they threw this together super fucking quick. Yeah. yeah like it looks like the yeah, cat production cast didn't April. even, the cast didn't even finish. They didn't even finish casting till June of 2019. And then they began. Oh, they began a little before that, but they hadn't even finished casting till June. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had so. to do all that CGI post-production work. That's right. There was literally not a not a second of CGI in this movie. This was all filmed in a small ass town. They had the CGI out all the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 entire town is actually CGI. The whole thing was was shot in New York. <laughs> so, sorry guys. Normally uh, normally our mini flicks are much more in depth. We have a lot of color and a lot of things to discuss and and pick through, but Unexpectedly, I picked a fucking dud this week. So, to sum up, you're better off watching the Jessica Simpson Irresistible Music video than watching this. Or the 2006 oh. Australian Murder Mystery. <laughs> Which, now I think we should put on the list of for the main I really, show. <laughs> I really do think we should. Right. I need clarification. Because just so you know, after this episode's over, you'll hear a beep. Which will then be Nishant reading a Wikipedia page about a Jessica Simpson music video <laughs> that we watched in our pre-roll. Is that irresistible or is that a different song? No, no that is a- that is the other song. <laughs> I think I'm in love with you. <laughs> the other Jessica Simpson song. Well, enjoy the reading. <laughs> it's better than the movie. Yep. <laughs> I uh so so this uh I think I'm in love with you is off I guess her first album was called like Sweet Kisses or something like that and then Irresistible okay. was her second album so oh, this okay. is actually off her first album and she was 19 uh in this video and oh, I I cannot it, the Wikipedia page does not say where this video was filmed but it does give a synopsis of the entire video which is quite. <laughs> quite awesome how close was i to what actually happened very in the very very close it says it not, they're not garbage men they are exhausted factory workers oh loading for unloading furniture from a truck well that's what it says it says they don't look exhausted yeah it says the video starts out with jessica and her girlfriends including her sister ashley running into a group of exhausted factory workers unloading furniture from a truck the workers exhausted from their unloading and in need of some female company. That's a great, great line right there. Gladly join Simpson and her girlfriends in an impromptu dance on the streets. After some dancing, the girls decide to leave and the news is not well received by the men. <laughs> the girls decide to leave anyway, disappointing the factory workers who pursue the girls in their truck. As Simpson seems to be in a festive mood, she seems unworried by their stalking. 
and continues say, is this to, a music video or a horror movie <laughs> i know and continues to sing the song while wearing sunglasses and sitting in a dangerous position in her friend's car as they drive quickly on the highway i love the person who wrote this song. i know <laughs> after once again cheating death and a quick stop at the end of the vincent thomas bridge uh oh yeah so there it is the vincent thomas bridge what what is that it is, is it a 1,500 foot long suspension bridge crossing the Los Angeles Harbor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, San Pedro. Um, uh, Simpson and the others reach their destination, the Pacific Park. The factory workers following the girls reach the park too and dance with the girls and enjoy amusement park rides with them. As the day <laughs> carries on, it is soon time for Simpson and her girlfriends to leave, and once again they abandon the factory workers. <laughs> The workers seem a bit peeved by the girls ditching them yet again, but they do not pursue the girls any further. For the song is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you go. It, the, the video peaked at number five on TRL. 